Help me Echo Valley 
for what you were. It was an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today. An itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. So in the locker she wanted to stay. Two, three, four, stick around, we'll tell you more. She was afraid to come out in the open. Brian Highland, uh, way back in 1960, a little early for the bubblegum era. On this show, Echo Valley, we play bubblegum music, and I'm sometimes asked to provide a definition for bubblegum, and my usual answer is to say, hey, listen to this, this is bubblegum. I recall just walking down the street, trying to escape the city heat. I saw her from the corner of my eye. She looked so good I thought I'd die My heart went bang, shang, lang Bang, shang, lang Bang, shang, lang Bang, bang My heart went bang, shang, lang Bang, shang, lang Bang, shang, lang Bang, bang Something said I shouldn't waste no time If I'm ever gonna make a Spend a life with me And we'll be as 
Time to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of gum. I'm about to go go to go go bananas tonight, tonight. And the more bananas I go, the more I feel alright, alright. I'm feeling good, I'm feeling good tonight. If you're feeling low, low, then go, go bananas tonight, tonight. Cause the more bananas you go, the more you'll feel alright, alright. You're feeling good, you're feeling good tonight. Bananas, 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 bananas. You're feeling good, yeah, go 
that you can jump around the room Up and down and round and round you'll jump over the moon Bananas every night, bananas every day When you go bananas you can do it your way We're feeling good, we're feeling good tonight Splits on Echo Valley. Now let's move along to a group called The Circle. That's spelled C Y R K L E. I should have known you bid me farewell. There's a lesson to be learned from this, and I learned it very well. Now I know you're not the only starfish in the sea. I never hear your name again, it's all the same to me, and I think it's gonna be alright. Yeah, the worst is over now, the morning sun is shining like a red rubber ball. You never care for secrets I confide, for you I'm just an ornament, something for your pride. of your time were all you had to give and I think it's gonna be alright yeah the worst is over now the morning sun is shining like a red rubber ball the stories of the past with nothing to recall I've got my life to live and I don't need you at all With my tears, that's all I'm gonna spend And I think it's gonna be alright Yeah, the worst is over now The morning sun is shining like a red rubber ball Oh, I think it's gonna be alright Yeah, the worst is over now The morning sun is shining like a red rubber ball Powered by the super sweet sound of sunshine, the Echo Valley time machine looks for the birth of bubblegum pop and travels back in time. 1950. While I was walking down the beach one bright and sunny day, I saw a great big wooden box a-floatin' in the bay. I pulled it in and opened it up, and much to my surprise, ooh, I discovered a... Right before my eyes, ooh, I discovered a... Right before my eyes, I picked it up and ran to town as happy as a king. I took it to a guy I knew who'd buy most anything. But this is what he hollered at me as I walked in his shop. Ooh, get out of here with that... Before I call a cop, ooh, get out of here with that 
before I call a cop. I turned around and got right out of running for my life. And then I took it home with me to give it to my wife. But this is what she hollered at me as I walked in the door. Oh, get out of here with that. And don't come back no more. Oh, get out of here with that. And don't come back no more. I wandered all around the town until I chanced to meet a hobo who was looking for a handout on the street. He said he'd take most any old thing. He was a desperate man. But when I showed him the, he turned around and ran. Oh, when I showed him the, he turned around and ran. I wandered on for many years, a victim of my fate. Until one day I came upon St. Peter at the gate. And when I tried to take it inside, he told me where to go. Get out of here with that. And take it down below. Oh, get out of here with that. And take it down below. The moral of the story is if you're out on the beach. And you should see a great big box and it's within your reach. Don't ever stop and open it up. That's my advice to you. Cause you'll never get rid of them. No matter what you do. Oh, you'll never get rid of them. No matter what you do. Somebody left a package at my door last night. It was a pretty one with ribbons wrapped.
the great one's voice and heart with their song Goodbye Baby, I Don't Want to See You Cry. Sounds a bit Beatles-esque, doesn't it? Uh, Before that, a couple of songs, Groovy Ghoulies with Cling Clang, and starting things off uh, with our Time Machine special, we had Phil Harris and The Thing from 1950. 
time now for our read aloud. Uh, as you know by now, I'm not only the host of this program, but I'm the mayor of Echo Valley, and I'm also the head librarian, and we like to do a dramatic reading for the young people. And I've picked a uh, funny book, uh, which means a comic book, from uh, 1970. This is The Brady Bunch, issue number one, 1970. And uh, it's full of stories based on the TV show. Uh, I'm going to read the second story. Uh, there are no credits given as to who wrote or drew this uh, comic, but you don't care who drew it because you can't see it. This story is entitled uh, The Brady Bunch, TV or Not TV. <clears throat> there is nothing like a little peace and quiet, nothing at all like it when the Brady Bunch is around. I want to catch Captain Stoutheart. Ick, I want to see the Miss Teenager show. It's my turn to watch Bandstand Sam. Ah, oh, gee, not when Space Rider is on. Space Rider's for kids. I want to see the surf riding championships. Sniff, all I wanted to see was cartoons. Sniff. And then Alice has her hands over her ears. This is their housekeeper, and she's saying, Five, four, three, two, one, be quiet! And the kids all look frightened. And then Alice says, That's better. Now, you bunch of screaming memes, just listen to me for a second. I've only got one pair of ears, I've only got one heart, I've only got one set of nerves, and I've just run out of patience. Today is the last time, the very last time, that I'm going to put up with your constant arguing about which television programs you want to watch. We've only got one set. Now decide which show it'll be. Yak! I want to see Space Rider! No, Miss Teenager! Yak! The surfing! Sniff! The cartoons! And then uh, Alice screams, Ah! That settles it. You watch what I choose or else. Ah, that's more like it. Mary, there's something I must tell you. I've lost my fortune. Oh, that's all right, John. I will love you till the end of earth, rich or poor. And the kids all go, yuck, soap operas. Now you did it. Now nobody gets to watch anything. Who's blaming who? Everybody is to blame. Even me, all I wanted was to watch cartoons. Later, the dad's coming home. Uh, and by the way, uh, the uh, yard of the Bradys looks nothing like the TV house or the TV yard. Uh, the comic was probably written and drawn before the show had actually aired. And the dad's uh, getting out of his car, which and he says, uh, What have we got here? Let me guess. Hmm. Hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. <laughs> but the other three have me stumped. Hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. I just wanted to see Captain Stoutheart. Miss Teenager, Space Rider, Cartoons. Hey, wait a minute, one at a time. Greg, you're the oldest. You start. Well, Dad, it was this way. I went into the family room to watch Captain Stoutheart, and... Not so. I was there first, but I said I was going to watch TV. I'm the smallest. Five, four, three, two, one, be quiet! Now the dad's yelling at the kids. And then the mom walks up, and she has a bag of groceries in her hand, and uh, there's a big loaf of bread at the top of the bag of groceries. And she says, well, is that any way to speak to children? Really, Mike, shouting like that. And the dad says, but, and he looks kind of terrified. And the mom says, now, one at a time, will someone please tell me what all of this shouting is about? Honestly, I could hear you all the way down at the market. But Carol, honey... And then uh, Marcia butts in, and she says, Hello, Mrs. Brady. Maybe I'd better explain. It's the old TV argument again. We've only got one big eye for a lot of little eyes. 
I thought so. Mike, we just have to do something about the constant bickering over which shows to watch. I don't think I can stand another day of it. And Mike says, If you mean we should get another set, uh-uh. Where does everybody around here think money comes from? I'm an architect, not a bank president. And the mom says, Is that your final word? No second TV? And the dad says, No second TV. And that is F-I-N-A-L final. And now I'll skip uh, three pages. Uh, as we jump cut to the dad saying, I'll just have to buy a second TV set. I just don't see how under the circumstances that could be considered extravagant. Yay! Hooray for our dad, for he's a jolly good fellow. Thank you, dad. I'll call from the office. The new set will be here tonight. And he comes back from the office that evening, and he's thinking, gosh, it's awfully quiet. You don't suppose that now that we have two sets, nobody is watching... And he goes in the house, and uh, both sets are in some big uh, living room or something, and uh, uh, the uh, the adult women, the mom and Alice, are in one corner watching a soap opera, and it's, Mary, there's something I must tell you. Now I have lost your fortune. And Alice is saying, Sniff, isn't that sad? And then over in the other corner of this huge uh, living room or something, the kids are all staring at a TV, and the uh, one kid's saying, I want to watch Space Rider. No, Miss Teenager, cartoons. <laughs> and the dad... Uh, looks at us, I guess, and he says, Well, I can always listen to the radio. <laughs> Those truly fine young people, the Brady Bunch. This is Echo Valley. I'm Bruce Fry. I'm the mayor here, and I'm the host of this program. 
We're talking a bit today about trying to define that genre of music called uh, bubblegum. And uh, one characteristic of bubblegum music is it's often made up of fictional characters. Uh, for example, there was a TV show in the U.S. from 1968 to 1970 called The Bugaloos. It involved uh, four uh, humans portraying insects. You got a bumblebee, a ladybug, a butterfly, a grasshopper. They were the bugaloos. The bugaloos. The bugaloos. In the air and everywhere, flying high, flying loose, flying free as summer breeze. The bugaloos, the bugaloos, climbing high and diving low through the sky, across the land, straight to you with a helping hand, ready with a helping songs going here on Echo Valley. Speaking of uh, groups that are clearly uh, strongly bubblegum, there's Josie and the Pussycats, another Saturday morning show, another Saturday morning cartoon band. Josie and the Pussycats was really two shows. Between uh, 70 and 72, you've got Josie and the Pussycats. And then between 72 and 73, you've got Josie and the Pussycats in outer space. So uh, let's listen to both of these theme songs on Echo Valley.
Probably the greatest source of bubblegum music was Saturday morning cartoons and live-action shows in the late 60s and 1970s in the United States. And We're talking about the definition of bubblegum today, and I'm uh, jonesing now for some more great TV themes from that era. Uh, here are some fun ones. In the middle of the summer, in the middle of a park, there began a great adventure for a boy whose name was Mark. He had come to see the magic man along with all the children, and twas so began the day that Mark was never to forget. He performed all sorts of miracles, and Mark was so impressed that when the time arrived to go, he lagged behind the rest. Then quietly he did return the secret of the hat to learn, but everyone had gone away, and darkness held its rent. The moment that he touched the hat, the room began to glow, and as he put it down and ran, the hat began to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. Stunned and he was fascinated Still he had to see There was something deep inside the hat What could that something be? Then cautiously each step he took He climbed upon the brim to look And all at once the hat began to shake And rock Look out! <laughs> falling, falling Into the head he fell Spinning, turning The Northwest comes the legendary Bigfoot, who eight years ago saved a young child lost in the vast wilderness and raised that child until he grew up to be Wild Boy. Struck their tiny raft and plunged them down. 
of the late 1960s and early 1970s in the United States. Uh, they're all great bubblegum. Speaking of Land of the Lost and its theme, uh, it's time now for a segment we call Already Been Chewed Gum. Already Been Chewed Gum it takes a look at the influences for bubblegum music. Uh, does it sound a little like something that came before? and Or does it sound like a little bit like something that came afterwards? Well, for already been chewed gum today, let's take a look at this theme, Land of the Lost. And I want to point out two interesting parts of that theme and the choices made by the folks that wrote it. Uh, and then I want to suggest a song that came a few years later uh, that might have been influenced by Land of the Lost. First, uh, listen to this uh, kind of uh, banjo hillbilly music at the beginning of the theme. <laughs> Well, we have uh, a family traveling uh, uh, down a river in a strange land, and uh, uh, surely the folks who put that music together uh, were thinking of a film uh, several years earlier called Deliverance, also about a group of people traveling down a river in a strange land where all sorts of horrifying things happen to them. And I got to think that that was an influence on the choice of hillbilly music here. Take a listen to music from Deliverance just for a second to prove my point. The second aspect of that Land of the Lost theme uh, that's always interested me is uh, uh, this uh, was recorded in about 1974. That's when the TV show aired. It ran for a couple of years. Several years later, it was a massive country crossover hit that you might be familiar with. Uh, take a listen to this uh, big hit that came several years later. You got to know when to hold them. All right, now listen to part of Land of the Lost again. Marshall, Will, and Holly On the routine expedition Met the greatest earthquake ever known Seems to me there's some similarities there. Uh, a little more than would be expected by chance, my gambler friend. Oh, man. The deliverance thing I'll give you. But the gambler connection with Land of the Lost... Sugar and I love 
Ohio Express on Echo Valley. I'm Bruce Fry. I'm your host, and I'm the mayor here in town. I'm also the head librarian. I, I play the Ohio Express uh, as a request from a, a young fellow who I've just met recently. Uh, he calls himself Kid Bubblegum. He's a young teenager. He seems like a nice boy. He moved here from San Pueblo, California, just recently, and he hopes to become an intern here at the library. But he's a huge fan of bubblegum music, and uh, He's uh, discovered the genre recently, and he's gotten to like a lot of the artists and the music, and of course he likes to spend time here at the library because of our giant bubblegum collection. Uh, but he asked me something the other day that uh, got me thinking. He, he, he came up to me and he said, Professor Bubblegum, that's what he calls me, Professor Bubblegum. He said, Professor Bubblegum, I, I've been thinking about bubblegum music, and I've been talking to my friends about it, and and they say, you know, it's not a real genre. You can't define it the way you can define other categories of popular music. It's not real. Uh, bubblegum isn't a real genre. And uh, Kid Bubblegum looked up at me with uh, those inquisitive eyes of his, and he, he said, Professor Bubblegum, is bubblegum real? And so it occurred to me that I ought to provide a definition to young Kid Bubblegum of what bubblegum music is, because yes, Kid Bubblegum, bubblegum is real. And so I've prepared a definition, and I'll, I'll play it here. This will be the official Echo Valley definition of bubblegum music. 
The genre of bubblegum pop has three somewhat distinct definitions found in the literature. The narrowest but most nomologically valid criterion is that only music produced by Kazanets and Cats, Super K Productions, in the late 1960s and early 1970s is bubblegum music. They coined the term as an umbrella designation for the music they produced because it was just for fun and joyful, like bubblegum. Under this theory, songs from the Ohio Express, 1910 Fruit Gum Company, and a few other Super K entities are bubblegum and nothing else is. This definition has limitations, of course, as a musical genre is a category whose membership is defined by the intrinsic aesthetic characteristics of its members, not the identities of those who produce the music. Contemporaneous to Super K Productions, fictionalized or completely artificial, producer-developed and producer-driven soft rock pop bands were created as vehicles for the release of teen-oriented records. These groups are sometimes portrayed by live actors, such as the Monkees, the Partridge Family, the Banana Splits, and the Brady Kids, and sometimes completely animated, often from Saturday morning cartoons, such as the Archies, Josie and the Pussycats, the Groovy Ghoulies, the Hardy Boys, the animated Harlem Globetrotters, the Hot Wheels, and the Sugar Bears. On rare occasions, the performers were trained chimpanzees. As their music tended to be soft pop rock with catchy hooks similar to Super K Productions and meant for the same audience, it is common and reasonable to refer to these records as bubblegum as well. A third commonly applied use of the term bubblegum is the broadest, and refers to any pop music that is musically, or more commonly lyrically, simple, and aimed at young people whose musical tastes are naive and underdeveloped. This music tends to be upbeat, catchy, and danceable. This interpretation of the genre allows for the inclusion of teen idols, boy bands, and much of the commercially oriented pop. Under this definition, Sean Cassidy, Leif Garrett, and all the singing families like the Osmonds, Jackson 5, Hanson, the Cowsells, and the DeFranco family made bubblegum music. One common thread across the multiple theories, which includes even the somewhat useless third definition, is an element of artificiality. Super K Productions so-called bands were often created in the studio one morning, dissolved by the end of the day, just to have a name to attach to a record. Even the more traditionally real of the bands, such as the Ohio Express and 1910 Fruit Company, never sang songs they wrote themselves and often were not even the voices on the recordings. Occasionally, they not even hear their latest hit until they heard it on the radio. One legendary Super K album was of a concert that never took place featuring bands that did not exist. The animated bands were, of course, quite literally imaginary. As for teen idols and such, their success was based on appearance and the level of sexual attraction between their teenage fans and them. They did not write their own songs, so in some sense they lied whenever they sang, and even their hits were frequently remakes of pop tunes just old enough to be unknown to their fans. To simplify the official Echo Valley position on the definition of bubblegum, the Monkees' first two albums are bubblegum. Their third is not, but the fourth one is again. All the Archie's music is bubblegum because they don't exist. None of the Beatles' music is because they were real people who sang their own songs. Contrary to the frequently proclaimed statement that we only play bubblegum, Echo Valley and its affiliated programming its employees and other personnel are under no binding legal obligation to justify every single song we play as belonging to the genre of bubblegum, as defined by any of the three commonly accepted theoretical frameworks. So, Kid Bubblegum, if you ever have questions about what bubblegum music is, there's your answer. By the way, my uh, new young buddy, uh, Kid Bubblegum, the intern here at the library, uh, would love to be a pen pal with other young people or old people or anyone that likes bubblegum music. Uh, he didn't know what a pen pal was, but he does have a Twitter account, whatever that means, and he ne- said, I need to provide this information that you could uh, you could receive Twitters from Kid Bubblegum, and uh, I guess that means be a pen pal. Uh, you can find Kid Bubblegum on Twitter at bubblegum underscore music. So it's at bubblegum music, and that's the word bubblegum with an underline and the word music. He'd He'd love to hear from you. Uh, in the meantime, let's listen to music that clearly, by any definition, is bubblegum.
in a black bikini. Mm. Oh, she looked so good, she couldn't be real. She must be a magic genie. But she disappeared around the corner. All I saw were three doors and the top of her bikini. I made it through the first door, there was a party going on. I asked about the chick, but what they said was free. Chickaboom, the group officially is Daddy Dewdrop. Chickaboom was a song that first appeared on the Saturday morning cartoon show Groovy Ghoulies. Uh, there was a Groovy Ghoulies album. It did not include Chickaboom. Uh, and a producer from that show, the Groovy Ghoulies, uh, called himself Daddy Dewdrop and recorded Chickaboom, and it became a top 40 hit about a year later. I'm Bruce Fry. Uh, this is Echo Valley, and we are all out of time. Uh, we had a great show today. We heard uh, groups that are squarely centered in the heart of bubblegum music. We talked about what bubblegum music meant. I appreciate you coming by and spending some time with us here in Echo Valley. We're always so happy when you're able to spend a few minutes with us. Uh, if you'd like to contact me, you can email me, whatever that is, at professorbubblegum at hotmail.com. That's professorbubblegum at hotmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for coming by. See you later. Hello, operator. Get me Echo Valley 26809. You have reached a disconnected number. Echo Valley 26809. 
Six, six.